Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. Uh, this week's guest is Mike Tui. Uh, I just want to do a little intro, uh, just in case any of you guys live in Philly. I will be down there on Sunday, so the 25th of this month, June, uh, headlining the Philly Punchline. Uh, I'll put the ticket link in the description, so if you're around, please come out. And um, if you haven't had a chance to listen to my album yet, please do. It's called I'll Do It Myself, and it's on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, I think even like YouTube Music. Um, and if you already listened to it, thank you so much. And yeah, uh, so other than that, enjoy this episode. We just did some Reddit advice stories and I uh, just had the chats, talked a bit about movies and stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, make sure to go listen to Mike's podcasts and uh, follow him on Instagram and everything will be in the description. And I'll uh, talk to you. Uh, oh, well, last thing is if you get a chance to sign up for the Patreon because next week's episode is going to be up there today and um i'll be doing a solo another solo podcast last one was uh, about my trip to puerto rico and the one before that was about like comedy stuff so i'll be doing another one tonight um and uh yeah uh enjoy this episode bye hey everybody welcome back to the shift this week's guest is mike toomey Tui. Tui. Oops. Wow. I don't know why I threw an N. Right I'm out the there. gate. I know. You're the third guest in like <laughs> three episodes. I fucked up their name. It's okay. One time I think I might have brought you up Katie Doyle and I wanted to kill myself. Oh, that's fine. But, I don't even... Yeah. My best friend is Doyle. So I probably was like, oh, I probably even texted her being like, I guess I'm your sister now. Yeah. I thought maybe you didn't even hear it, but now I'm telling you. Yeah. Anyway, I don't mind. Tui. I, Tui. I, when I first moved here, there was a comic called Haley Boyle. Uh-huh. And we don't, even, we don't even look anything like. We don't sound like. We're both... Um, not from uh we're both not from the same country and people kept bringing me up as Haley boyle because i think they were just like i can't I'm yeah because both names sound alike there Haley katie so, so does uh, i just realized i could turn around the camera so we could keep an eye on it okay oh, oh that's, that's much better there yeah it's way better usually leland helps me set this up as well so i was really i was gotcha Where's setting he? this up from 12 p.m today Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a quite a setup. It looks good. Yeah, it's definitely worth saving. Sure, but, yeah, right. Uh, and then the other thing is as well, if people cancel on the studio, uh, whereas at home it's like, whatever. It's right. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, oh, we can do it tomorrow. You tried to get me to cancel today. Well, I was nervous because of the rain. Also. Uh, you make a plan with Mike Tui. All right. I don't know about Toomey. He might not show up today. <laughs> yeah, <the> you're <laughs> But you, you make an appointment with Mike Tui. He's going to show up on time. Well, 20 minutes late, but. Happy, no, that's Happy great. to be here, despite it, the rain, the humidity. The it was good you were late, though, because I was still fucking... I was like, oh, shit, I got to pull out the chairs. I didn't realize okay, how good. much Leland helps me with this. Yeah. I got to, like, buy him a present. Um, yeah. But it was lash... Oh, I did look, it was lash and rain, and then when you texted back, it had stopped raining. So I was like, oh. I just felt bad, because I always feel like 
I don't want to go out when it's lashing rain. And I understand, you know, you don't want to put somebody out, but I'm getting this message like, oh, she doesn't want to do the pod. She wants to back out. <laughs> no. I'll give her an out. And you're like, D- were you drinking? I was that? Like, <laughs> I like, what, what way to stereotype me? Well, you, you, it was, a, you know, maybe at a late night, you know, yeah. I don't know. I just no, want, I was giving you an out. Yeah, I, I don't want to put you out on your own pod, but I, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, wait, what was it? There's some, oh yeah, there's something I want to ask you because I know you have a podcast. What's it called? Yes, I have two. Uh, Netflix Book Club podcast. Love that with Dennis Rooney. We watch a movie for the every week and then we talk about it. Not a review. Go someplace else if you want to review a podcast. This is just us goofing <laughs> around. And then I have one called the Citizen App Podcast with Brian McKenna. You know, Brian? Oh, I was going to do a Citizen App podcast years ago, and it scared me so much. I had to delete the app. It's a the app is gone bonkers. The amount of information on there. They show you where all the registered sex offenders are. I know. I can't. No, I can't. It's crazy. I lit, I was gonna the nine one one calls. Oh no! I they I, all the information's out there. I can't, I was gonna call it a true true crime podcast, but uh, when I downloaded it after a week, I was so fucking afraid yeah. that I was like, I have to delete this app. I can't. I can't leave my house. I literally go on to find some crimes, you know, to talk about for the pod, and then turn it off i don't use it like a you know a committed user of of the citizen app for the irish listeners citizen app is basically it basically is just an app that tells you about the crime in the area but like you said now like i would open it at the time it didn't have like the sex offenders and all that but at the time it would be like someone was shot five feet away from you and you're like looking around me like who has a gun especially in new york city you don't you think it's safe until you open up citizens app. oh forget about it. new york city there's constantly stuff happening and the wildest wackiest like we go for silly stuff we're not trying to it's not a political podcast we're not trying to uh, reform the police not to say it doesn't need to be but that's not the part of the po- podcast we're making fun of animals and stuff a lot of animal related crimes oh i love that yeah yeah good oh, so animal. you're making it funny this is which good. Re- yeah it's all attempted at humor we're not trying yeah. to um brian mckenna is great he had yeah. a whole bit about um going to a urologist okay but at the time i was like having wee anxiety where i'd wee like anxiety. yeah it's like i get up during the night and i'd be convinced i have to wee and I have to go to the toilet like three times before I go to bed. But it's all just an anxiety thing. But wow. when he went all the way to the urologist and he was fine, I w- it kind of helped me. Because I was like, yeah, I think this is in my head. <laughs> wow. All right. Shout out Brian and his wee problems. <laughs> <laughs> they did what? The Citizens App Podcast. All right, I'm done plugging. <laughs> no, but I like talking about other people's podcasts because it's fun. The other one is the Netflix um, Netflix book club. We're gonna have you on if you'll do yes. it. Yes. No. No. I'm definitely. We'll doing talk it. after. We'll schedule maybe July. I'm excited because I fun. watch movies all the time. Oh, cool. Yeah, Good. more than I do anything else. Nice. I'm obsessed with movies. Um, and then so you just have to crack with it. Okay, but does it have to be on Netflix? That's sort of the hook. Ah. This week's episode hook. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is actually. Um, but <laughs> is it <laughs> yeah. hook the movie? Yes. Yeah, we did hook. So all summer we're doing classics. Oh. You know, big movies instead of just like Netflix stuff. I know maybe one day we'll move away from Netflix, but as it stands, it's the Netflix book club. I'm so glad that you're saying this because on my Patreon, I do solo podcasts and a lot of time I'll just review movies I've watched. Not review, but I'll just say why it's like, because I get like, I don't know, maybe this is like a a mental disease, but I really relate to movies sometimes. Like it gets like really impactful. That's that's a film. That's the point. (laughs) But I forgot. I'm going to say, because I wanted to talk about Linium on my Patreon. I don't think I've seen that. It's so great. And I'm saying this here now. So the patrons remind me to talk about it because it was so, I was on the plane. I found it so like impactful. I can't think, I need to look up a thesaurus for a different word for impactful. But uh, first of all, any movie you watch on an airplane 
is a different experience. Oh my god! There's something about being in the air. It's like I'll cry at movies. I, was I wouldn't. Know, I'm, it's something about the airplane. It's like there's not enough oxygen. I don't know. You just start I crying. Think you're right. Really. The lack of oxygen, and then <laughs> and there's kind of like this, and the movie's also like powerful music. It's a lot. Yeah, you're definitely in the movie too because yeah. really, you really you the screen's right there. You got the sounds good. No distraction. Right. And with Delta, they let uh, T-Mobile. I love Delta. T- I'm getting. I'm trying to apply uh, for a Delta credit card. I'm so nice. excited. Yeah, you might. You might. You might as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I love Delta because they also have. It's like, so lame to be a fan of a company, but Delta's so good. Whatever, I'm 32. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're meant to be like. We're meant to be like, you know, when you're like 22, you're like, I love Jaeger. When you're 32, you're like, oh, this comfortable flying. Delta, just so reliable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> they also let T-Mobile people have text mess or uh, internet and text messages for free. Oh, nice. They partnered with them. So I took out my phone. I found the the writer. He only had a thousand um, followers on Instagram. And I'm forgetting his name is Colin something. I okay. should look it up. But anyway, I messaged him. He must have thought I was crazy. The, the guy who wrote the movie? <laughs> And this so is, I'm a person who doesn't comment on TikToks. I might put laughy face. I never, uh-huh. and I just, yeah, I messaged him and I was just like, yeah, I thought this movie was like just amazing. And it was because it's so well written. You know where you're like, oh, this is acting. The actor really brought this. But I'm like, ah, this was so well written. This yeah. is, okay. I'm I just, you should probably watch it one time, not on an airplane, just to make <laughs> sure that it was actually a good movie. Well, I'll, Did the writer respond? He responded straight away and no said, way. I saw your stand-up. Me and my wife will be in New York. We'll come to a show. And I go, oh, yeah, let me know. I'll get you tickets. Oh, that's awesome. They're, like in the fall. That's great. Autumn for Irish listeners. They'll be like, Jesus, she really assimilated. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't mean anything by that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he, wait, why was it? Oh, the reason why I love that movie was because it's hard. You can't say why because it gives it away. Okay. But... The thing that he had, I have a, a, a family member who, who had gone through something similar. So it wasn't until the end I realized that. And mm. I just was like, oh, this is the best way I've saw that described in a movie. So there's a big twist. There's a big twist. Oh. And it's a sci-fi. And oh, I love I'm a good this. sci oh, I'll I watch sci-fi. this. Okay, good. So you got to meet this writer. You got to get in a movie. I maybe maybe what I do don't you mean? know. I I was like, always I should, be closing. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I like thank God for Pedro Pascal, you know, and. Uh, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, but she hit a big at thirty-two. Oh, they're, they're, they're in it. No, no, no. They just oh. hit a big older. Oh, oh, oh. You know, oh. and like as a female in comedy, or like sure, as a stand-up sure. woman, you can be stand-up for forever. But right. uh, uh, I saw Mike Cannon do a bit of a how. I, I guess it's the same for like older comics too. But he, there was a hot guy in the audience, mm-hmm. like a really young, hot TikToking looking guy. Sure. And he was like, oh, you know, if we were in a movie, I'd play your dad. <laughs> and then you'd be like, just go on to have a successful career. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. yeah. But yeah, but I'm 32 now. So unless I get booked for a movie in the next, but I don't really try I, to yeah, act. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, really acting's not my, I like well, that's stand-up's the thing too. my thing. And comics, like I feel like they like to use comics in movies at a certain point you know what i well, mean i did a um like a short film just for a friend he's an irish friend and he's part of this group where they're creating short films i don't think it's for anything or that we'll actually see it on anything maybe if he sends me the link i'll share it but yeah um it was like uh he just said can you do what's your what's her name julia fox okay uh julia fox type character he had to shoot it in uh, what the Sadafi. what did you call Sadafi safi safi brothers i don't know oh anyway they did the the thing about the jewels everybody is listening now shouting at me because they know all the names the jewel movie with adam sandler oh yeah uncut Uncut gems Gems. (coughs) yes um so he was doing a style like that and there was a i was had like an actress 
who's an actual actress, you mm. know, that's her thing, or actor shit, sorry. Uh, ooh, ooh, and she's a day, <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, she is a she, I presume. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, getting worse. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just jumped out the window. These windows are great for jumping out of. You, they just do this and they fly right up. <laughs> New York City, I'm surprised there's not more people jumping out windows. Yikes. You just dive out it. Um, anyway, uh, so she was saying that she just acts and uh, she was like, oh, uh, stand-ups get a lot of stuff even if they don't like act a lot because you guys do high stakes where she said regular actors who aren't like traditional comedic actors or let's say stand-ups or have done improv find that hard like they don't they don't go high stakes and then it was so funny because when we were acting i was being ridiculous and in my head i was like oh this is the high stakes thing because i was like <laughs> there was like people around and he was like look crazy while you're and i was like ah, looking crazy <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah you don't come with the same background like uh, yeah we also just don't care as much we don't mind thing. being yeah. silly and looking right. like idiots <laughs> and taking direction like what do you i'll do exactly what you want me to do just tell me what you exactly. want i'm not an actor exactly yeah. that's I, i'm even, a clown yeah i even said that to her i was like tell me if you need me to do any or whatever and she was like yeah could you grab me here and the director grab guy you was here like, what scene is this just like grab her arm or whatever mm. yeah not sexual mm. not sexual there was kids around it was dave's and busters <laughs> that was my first time in dave's and busters oh dave and busters nice nice yeah. <laughs> is that fun you're a big dave and busters fan now it was actually you fun. have a dave and busters card no okay. i just didn't like that there was no windows i'm trying to think oh, about yeah, what the kid casino they're getting ready it's a kid casino get these kids ready for the casino that's why he shot it there because it had a casino vibe which is kind of like uncle gems uh, vibe yeah yeah gambling gambling <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> that uncle gems so uh for this uh podcast it's like obviously the chats and we're also also drinking tea we're drinking lions so. i uh i will admit i thought that the name of the podcast had something to do with tea but then i saw it was called the shift what is the shift so the shift means kissing oh kiss yeah because it's like a dating relationship advice mental health whatever the chats it's so it's so old as well that it's kind of like sometimes we just have the chats or sometimes people come on like v Lynch was on two episodes ago I love v. yeah and she was like talking about the difference between asexual and demisexual and pansexual and all that and mm. then uh <laughs> and then sophie an irish girl was on last week and we talked about like being irish and uh okay. you know like her her backpacking so sometimes and she talked a bit about marriage as well but um uh for you, I was thinking. Well, also, you're Irish-American? Irish-American, yeah. How I'm Irish are you? 50% Irish. My father's Irish, my dad's side. Is he from Ireland? No. They're from New York. The Irish-Americans are interesting because I feel like uh, sometimes... But they all stayed Irish. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was saying? just about to say. I yeah. feel like people from Ireland will be like... Not all of them, but sometimes they'll be like, well, you're not really Irish. And it's like, I yeah. think they only fucked each other for really long time. Yeah, he took the ancestry test. He's like 99%. Because it was Scottish. a very tight knit um, mm -hmm. uh, group when they came over. They just stuck with each other. Yeah, and his brother married another person who was Irish. Like all, And my grandma and all her sisters, everyone was, they found Irish people. I think one sister married a Polish person. And it's like, to this day, it's like, well, that one married a Polish person. You know? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but my, my dad broke the rules, too. He, he married a Colombian woman, my mom. Oh, because, yeah, I forgot you're Columbia. half Colombia. Right, right, right. Columbian's so right. only half, half Irish. And then the Irish is really New York more than Ireland Irish. It's yeah. New York Irish. But, you know, it's in there. The culture's in there. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of it came stuck, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Think. I think you're very Irish. Your vibe is very Irish. That's what I mean. Like the culturally, I think I'm pretty close to that because my family stayed like that. Yeah, you remind me more. You're like Irish New Yorker, which is yeah. like no bullshit, but uh, 
you know also like it seems like when you're saying nice stuff it's kind of feisty I also i think i misunderstood sometimes <laughs> yeah. people think they're like are you being serious i'm like i'm just you know like what are you? <laughs> they don't understand that's a bit <laughs> like irish sarcasm as well as really hard which i know. love that stuff Col- yeah. like colin quinn was like my, oh my god colin quinn is my that's i like just watched his uh new york history the new york story special. i can't believe i haven't seen it before. i can't believe you haven't seen it either i know i wa- oh, like i watched man, it a so couple good. of months ago yeah. and again it was like amazing. I'm not gonna message Colin Quinn, but <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was so great. It was really good. Really I found good. it. He's I so watched good. it before I did my new hour when I was working at my new hour, and oh, I right. found it really inspiring. Nice. Yeah. Now, is that out on video your hour? Well, my that's my old hour. So I have I'm working on a new hour, but my special is not out yet. Uh, where the album is out. So if you haven't fucking listened to it yet, it's called I Do Myself. Listen to it, please. There it is. Um, the plug. Uh, but it's uh, the special. I don't know what they're doing with it. They basically told me just post some clips, get some buzz, and then it'll probably just end up on their YouTube, on your comedy club YouTube. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, so we'll see. Cool. Um, I can't see it ending up on it. I don't, you know, they had talked about like, oh, maybe we'll try to pitch it. That would be the dream. But I don't think that that would be good enough quality for anything like even the video i don't know how it works but it seems like when you see these things it's like a famous comic or if it's not it's like a big tiktok or something or something yeah i don't know but they were like they were kind of like i have a a nice enough following but i think it's usually way bigger than that but i wouldn't mind if if they put it on their youtube and it was like proof of concept for something in the future yeah exactly. that's what i think i'm like and everything's on youtube everybody's on youtube yeah Yeah. and i love new york comedy club and they have loads of followers so i'm kind of happy with that i love uh, I would love to one day get something on Ma- HBO Max or Max as they call it or Peacock. I love Peacock. You have Peacock? Oh yeah, I love it. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I don't have Peacock. Uh, it's only five dollars a month. Oh really? I just keep giving mm. people free advertising. But yeah, that's a lot of things to have too. Like at a certain point, I'm just like, I have too much stuff. You know? I do. I just deleted Hulu because I have wow. Max, um, Max Peacock. Uh, What's that called? Prime, Apple. Leland has Prime. Uh, I have Apple. So I I spent like $35, I guess. On Netflix. A, Leland has Netflix. So we're okay. kind of balancing it. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. But, um, but Apple's great. And Peacock, I watch Law & Order there. So that's great. <laughs> uh, so I can't get rid of that. And then uh, HBO Max has every movie. Like as soon as it comes out. Right. We, we also have the cinema pass though. But I'm kind of like. What's that? Oh, it's $25 a month to go to the movies. Oh, yeah. That's so American. All the Irish listeners are going to be like, well, I love I love that. That's my favorite American saying, to go to the movies. Oh, what do you say? I don't know. You go to cinema. Ah, cinema. I still say cinema here, but I thought it'd be fun to say it there. <laughs> but when movies. I do say cinema, people are always like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I say things differently, Americans' faces, it just claps. Right. Or they'll be like, oh my God, you have an accent. And I'll go, so do you. And then they're like, Someone would just what? say you have an accent to you, just like that. Yeah, yeah. Or they'll say I don't have a strong enough accent. Oh, there you go. I know. What is that? I got this one the other day. You're so white. And you're like, I'm not. Well, I mean, I mean, literally, my skin color is pale. But I was just like, this is a weird thing to say Who to said somebody. That? Was it a non-white person? Um, no, they were. They might have been Italian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's well, it's <laughs> so funny because you are white. white, but when people hear you're half. Latino, it's like sure. hilarious because it it, hilarious. it's like if, if even though you physically look white, if you had an accent or whatever, I think peop- Americans would put you into a different box mm-hmm. if you'd grown up in Colombia, which is true. like um, Juan Nicolan's joke where mm-hmm. he's white, uh, color of his skin, 
but he said he was white and and i think it's where is he from venezuela i wanted to say venezuela yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure we're okay, probably both so. wrong <laughs> uh, but his joke is how when he comes here he's not white anymore and he's like mm. i was white in my country right 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 <laughs> but even that is just you can't you know you're gonna talk about somebody's like the literal shade of their skin like if it was the other yeah. way i couldn't say that to anybody no you couldn't it would I come was, off so weird i was with my friend and she's um middle eastern and this other com person <laughs> this is the <Cut>. person <laughs> this is the person who's lovely but pointed at my friend who's middle eastern and was like oh yeah i was in this country and i was surprised there were so many people with uh your 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 skin color or whatever way she said or the co- your like it felt, color. felt weird it felt weird and my it was funny my sister was there my sister said it afterwards she's like that was weird did you notice yeah. that and i was like it did feel like um it was just like why would you yeah. and also why would you be so pr- surprised that other countries are multicultural like it's a you know it's right every, yeah, other places have yeah. other yeah <laughs> like they're probably from yeah. that country you're just going over there with a pre- same way when people who are americans go to Ar- uh, ireland and then they come back and they're like oh my god i can't believe that in dublin it's so multicultural and it's like yeah it's like it's, it's a city international city there's people who are from ireland who aren't just white right i did have anymore. a moment like that i was in australia and there were so many Asian people. Oh, and yeah. I was like, why didn't I realize this? Yeah. It's so, when you look at a map, it's like, it's oh, so of, close. of course there's Asian people. There's, they're so close to these nations, but you just don't think of it. You know, you're in whatever country you're in. You're not really thinking about other countries. Yeah. And here they don't teach you about, you know, you know, geography. America is not a big geography yeah. education thing. But anyway, a lot of Asians in Australia. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Here's one that annoys me. Uh, they told me that I was white presenting. You are though. Yeah, but w- too many words. Sometimes I think we're getting like we're getting up our own asses with some of this stuff. Yeah. Because it's. Like, I mean, it's hard though. Are you because you're also half Irish, white, and you are, you you got all of that, you know, skin sure. color wise. Well, my, so my Colombian family is fair skinned. Oh yeah, so are uh, so are my Colombian friends. They said it depends on uh, yeah, where, Bo- what Bogota. region you're from. Yeah, we're from yeah. the capital. And no, yeah, they're this, uh, my my friend is like super pale skin, and her husband is not at all. He's yeah, uh, yeah he's not. It's just interesting. I don't know because my I I heard a Cuban comic saying she was a white presenting. But, you know, because, like, I guess... No, I just, white passing, I, that's it. Oh, well, white... Pa- I'm definitely... I am white. There's no yeah. white passing, but, like, white present... I don't know. I think it's some confusing. of these... Sometimes we have so many words. I don't know if we're helping or hurting. Helping or hurting? Are we I helping? Guess, I guess helping if you're hurting. benefiting, you're... You know, I guess whatever the label white is. Because then wouldn't... Because am I, like, white passing because i'm from ireland and an immigrant no but i'm still white uh, you're white but you're cool white because it's irish everyone likes yeah, irish they like that. compared to a lot of the other european ones it's They're like, like oh you're cool yeah it's like sean finnerty's joke i'm gonna butcher it he's an irish comic but he says that like when he meets uh black americans yes. his accent will go way higher because he's like <laughs> i just got here <laughs> i'm not the problem it's <laughs> <That's great. laughs> so funny that's a great bit but yeah it is it is interesting how but then sometimes people don't know the amount of times I've had like um, comics uh, joke at me who are not white and mm. be like, yeah, well, whatever, you're a colonizer. And then I'm about to be like, no, my colonizer. people have not, my, my country was colonized. And they're like, 
what and i'm and they're like but you're white and i'm like i don't know they didn't like us so we were like <laughs> i think well maybe w- i i just actually ordered a book about irish history because i'm like really confused like i know when we got taken out uh-huh. but uh, and i know all about By the battles England. and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, the brits came in and right. they were like we, the we bad, want your, the bad ones we want your wood um wood potatoes everything you got yeah, well they didn't want the potatoes they they someone introduced potatoes thank, thankfully from peru but then oh. and that was the only thing we were allowed to eat uh, oh, and then they were exporting all the other food and then when the potato got a blight they still continued to export the food so three quarters of the population either died or emigrated and that's gotcha. what started that mass immigration gotcha, to America gotcha. um, and it was great for them because they were like the great hunger uh, but it was just like a handy genocide because sure, uh, they right. were like this is fantastic yeah. they'll just starve we can really control the population then oh, it sounds like you get the history down pretty good yeah yeah but I'm <laughs> excited to get this book I just ordered this okay. book on all Amazon right. just to get it really because sometimes in my head I'm like you know, I'll be telling like a story and I'm like, wait, was that folklore or historical? Because we have all these folklore about these like, I'm sure if it's magical, it's the folklore. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> but I'm right. like, was that queen in the folklore or was she the real queen? But there, yeah, there was like some badass. There was like a queen maybe she's a badass. There Especially was, like, doing comedy and podcasting. You're talking so much like crap all the time. I know. You're like, did I even, was that me? What even S- happened there? Sometimes I write a bit and Stuck then in I, a fairy circle. Is that a thing? Yeah, well, we do also believe in the fairies and the fairy tree <laughs> and stuff like that. You okay. don't chop down a fairy tree. Right. Uh, there's like a whole motorway around a fairy tree to stop it being bad luck. So we're very superstitious, okay? We'll be like, we don't believe in it, but we're not going to chop it down. Right. Um, <laughs> I find that with bits too, I'll write bits and then I'll, I'll be like, I honestly don't know what is the truth anymore or the joke of the bit. Because mm-hmm. then I start to, I'm getting so into it that I start to remember it and then I have to remind myself that that didn't necessarily happen that mm-hmm. way. It was just to make it quicker or funny. Do you ever find that? Uh, well, I, I, I'll i throw out truth for funny. That's what I do. You know what I mean? I'll have the whatever happened, happened, but then I'm just going to go for whatever funniest. Yes. You know, I don't care to... I find sometimes, though, the real truth, the real honest is the funniest. So, like, a, lot of, a lot of my bits sometimes just are the real thing yeah. and i just like it's exaggerated but it's like well, that, yeah, yeah i guess did, that's what i mean yeah, exaggerated yeah 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 just a funnier word here or there yeah, yeah. to make it but now I, I know what you're saying too also it's easier to perform it when it's true in my opinion like this really happened it's easier to absolutely sell it every time with the same feeling yeah versus just some story you yeah, were telling yeah. obviously <laughs> we look up a dating um dilemma we can give advice to okay good Di- dating dilemma okay let me find a good one. Oh, this looks good bf thinks he doesn't measure up to size i 23 year old female and my bf 29 year old male believes he's not as big as what he sees in porn or anything else oh my god i mean obviously oh my god um here he, we go he feels as though his size is small i honestly keep telling him he's plenty big for me Oh my god, this sounds like an Irish person. Plenty <laughs> big for me. So let's. This yeah, is an Irish right. person. Uh, we have some difficulty with it at times. Is there any other way to make him more confident about it, or an inexpensive way for him to be bigger? <laughs> Sorry, I kind of laughed. like an inexpensive way to make him bigger. The what? first half, she's going. He's really not small. He's not. He's all good. But then at the end, she's like, "And if you have any tips?" I know. It is just like. To make it bigger. If he reads this, he's really going to feel bad. <laughs> yeah, we're all ears. It's like, eh, maybe. I mean, but this is like, are people really concerned with this? I don't know. It's her boyfriend, girlfriend. I mean, he's 29. I would have thought that that was too old at that point to even like, because you kind of have lived with it for so long. 
You know what I mean? Like if you're 18 or 19, but maybe I'm wrong. But like, you know, like Leland has jokes on stage that he says he's not. His joke is, I don't have big dick energy. I have, I'll make up for it energy, which <laughs> is like fun. Yeah. Then I think for most women, like majority of women, dick size is not like a big deal. I mean, it's one thing of many, many things. Right? Yeah. Once they do all the other shit, it kind of, you know, if, okay. So if you have a guy with a nice dick size and it hits all the places and it's great, then they don't have to be good at the other stuff. But if they have a, like a, a kind of like a less then and they're good at eating out and all the other stuff, you're like brilliant because we're kind of like, is that once what you, you say when he's done? Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> once you get something, you're satisfied. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. once they're, um, because I've no like in my experience as, as a slutty Irish girl, I've noticed that the guys who have like a bigger good dick won't go down on you or. That's not true. Well, I mean, in my experience. That's not true. I always go down. Oh, well, I'm guessing you have. See what a- I did there? <laughs> 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 I've definitely noticed the guys who aren't <laughs> as well endowed or like fucking skilled at the rest of shit. Okay. Which is great, to that be probably honest. Make, that makes sense, probably, that theory. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. And it's just like once you're also, women are like, women are just uh, more naturally forgiving. Like, as in, they're like, whatever. Once you're like a good person and we can like do all, like, you know, mm. I feel like women are kind of, men are more, same way women are more nervous about their vagina looking or smell or hair where men are like i don't when i'm here i don't really give a fuck you might have a preference but you're also like whatever yeah so it's like we put all these things on ourselves yeah i think uh women too will have sort of the things they like and it's not always the same thing for all different girls you know what i mean they like a certain way to do a thing down there yeah so once you get the guy to do that the right way sorted right i know it's true i definitely changed the way Leland did it it's yeah. funny uh, someone has a joke about how now they know how their ex likes it but I can't remember is it maybe right. it's a Caitlin Plufo or someone a uh, joke oh god I wish I knew so I could actually but it is true you're like okay I knew that they, I know that they liked that but now you got to do this and once <laughs> the guy is like got it cool directions amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. let me ask you this what if the person theoretically has like all different types of ways to do it and like they're most of them are good would that tell you like oh you've have a lot of experience would that be like a bad thing? You know no, what I'm saying? No, I is, think it's good to have experience. I mean, I agree with you, but is there a level you think where someone's like uncomfortable? Like, man, they know a lot, how to do a lot of stuff. I think it's only a person who's insecure um, maybe about someone maybe their have, body count or yeah, they don't exactly. like, or they're just like the type of person who wants their partner to be like a virgin or not have a, that, I don't give I a shit. never got that one. Yeah, I've I had never way more that. sexual partners than Leland, like a lot more. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't give a shit and I don't care that he hasn't, because he's just been in like, a few uh, committed relationships. Mm -hmm. Whereas I was in New York in a lot of two to three month relationships. That's fun. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, yeah, who cares? Yeah. No, I wouldn't want a a virgin or inexperienced. They don't know how to do anything. Yeah. No shame to the virgin heads. (laughs) Virgin heads? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think as well, it depends on what age. Because like when you're in your 30s and you meet someone, it's kind of nice if they already have experience. And they Like with Leland, uh, you know, things like, you know, oh, well, I don't think I'm going to, f- you know, when we first started dating, I don't think I'm going to finish. Is that okay? But yeah, it's grand. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, other people would have been like, and I'm like, no, it's, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen ever, I've seen it not work. I've seen it been stressed or the pressure or that's too hot or I need to do my, yeah, I don't give a shit. Right, right, I, right. I, whatever you need to do. So it's just like, and then that made it more 
relaxing for him going forward. So sounds I, like a lot of communicating you folks are doing. Over yeah, there. good yeah. for you. But that's the thing. If at least if you've seen it all, you're like whatever. <laughs> you know, you're never like <laughs> surprised. Right. I guess that's the worst thing you can like. I never saw that before. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've been around the block. <laughs> Oh, yeah. never saw it do that. <laughs> I don't think it's meant to look like that. <laughs> and I've seen plenty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're definitely shaming. So I, Just I, shaming <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so at the end of the day, this guy with the little dick, it's fine, I guess. So I don't know. Someone said porn is ruining his mind. Yeah, I think, okay. honestly, I think it's back to when Ian Fidens was on the podcast. He said... You watch Fast and the Furious, you don't think you can go out and like drive a car to the moon or whatever. Yeah, that Whereas makes sense. Yeah. here uh, with porn, you can't have the same expectation. Like, I mean, right. I'm sure the girlfriend isn't watching going, why aren't my tits double G and my mm. arse the size of Manhattan? Do you right, know, like, right. that's unrealistic. Also, some of the moves they're doing are set up so that the camera can get an angle. It's like yeah. no one would just have sex like this. Yeah. I don't think. I, would, I, mean, I wouldn't want to, honestly. If you had a dick like that, you'd be in a porn. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the... I yeah, got some yeah. firefighter friends that'll tell you that. Some Irish firefighters in New York City. That they should be in a porn. If you, had a, you know, if, if it looked like that, we'd all see it. Yeah, you'd be yeah, in movies. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, you guys all have small dicks. But. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. They're putting out yeah, fires. Yeah, of course it's fine. Someone goes, how big is he? And she goes, I've never measured, but he's at least six inches. That's loads. Jeez Come Louise. on. Average is five. Yeah, the guy goes, then he's already above average. Yeah, he's fine. And then this guy goes, porn selects guys with abnormally large genitals. (laughs) Yeah. And they're on performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, they're chewing the blue chew. Is that a sponsor? No. I have have whatever ACAS puts on it. I'm trying to get an Irish whiskey sponsor. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to talk to them today. But they might be like, what? We don't want our whiskey associated with sex, but hopefully what? they do. Of course they do. <laughs> whiskey helps. Uh, yeah, whiskey dick is not good. They're trying to change that. It'd be fun, too, because then if there were people on the podcast who aren't like recovered alcoholics, which are a lot of comedians oh, are, God. I could be like, let's have a whiskey tea. Yeah, put whiskey in the tea. Yeah, and they could put it up on the TV screen. I think it would be great. I'm going to really try to sell it. Um, but I am working because we have this Irish show now. Um, it It's at the dead rabbit which is ex- really exciting so i'm already working with really cool um bar stuff and it was the first show was last night and the organizer the guy who kind of he's trying to do like he specifically asked for like seller comedians and he's paying a lot for each comic and wow. it's just like nice either one me host one opener one headliner or uh or three uh comics doing 20 minutes sets. Yeah. so yeah so last night was like an irish show so it was three like irish or irish americans mm-hmm, but from mm-hmm. now on it's just he was like because we asked the audience to clap and we were like who's from ireland and nobody was from fucking ireland or else they didn't clap well one guy clapped in the back oh he thought that was going to be the hook we honestly thought it was going to be all so now we're kind of like oh we were like we'll still because it's an irish cocktail bar we we'll still have one irish accent on each show like next month next month we're having adam burke headline and but then Kenise Cirque is gonna open. Oh, cool! So that's kind of cool because it's like oh, and we were like, what we'll do is try to have Irish accent, try to like have an immigrant comedian, and now we can kind of mess about with it that we know it's not just it's kind of like that's cool. Yeah, so we'll see. But it was so funny because I had all this pressure to try to find like Irish accent, which is hard, mm-hmm. and a lot of people weren't here this month. Now thankfully, Mick Thomas is here, but also <laughs> Irish American. That's also like seller. So like Sean Donnelly did it. Sure. And then I got Casey Balsham, and oh, I nice. fucking think she's Irish American. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's a killer. <laughs> oh, she was great. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 
so okay so back to the um am i wrong for finding this to be a complete red flag it's got loads of likes let's do this so i female 19 hot I, that's hot <laughs> yeah you want a groomer no she's kind of too old groomer. to be groomed. i know i was just joking 19 I, I don't even i wouldn't even know how to have a conversation with a 19 year old girl i'm not even kidding yeah i don't know yeah my sister's 19 and she's great to have conversations with but she's like quite mature okay no well actually she's not she's 21 never mind yeah 21 sister's already 17. different 19 is like i just think it's very young it is anything on younger than 21 is yeah what would you be you're a kid what would you be talking about i don't know and you'd have to get so drunk and then i <laughs> <laughs> can't be dealing with that i can't i can't drink i can't drink more than true drinks when these these people were born in the 2000s i know once i hear that i go no i'm sorry i know it's i gotta tap out on that it's too much it's yeah god bless have a yeah. good life and then they're very confident they're always like educating you and you're like I literally feel like that old person because I I didn't have that when we were younger. You would never be like, well, this is actually what you're meant to do in the world and stuff like that. We didn't do that, but they're very confident doing that. But in one way, they're also like going to probably save the planet, and um, they're like, what forty hour w- w- a week? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you you mean that's crazy? We were doing eighty hours a week. <laughs> like, well, I was working at the bar. Right. I was working babysitting, and I was doing comedy, and I was a beer sales rep when I was their age. And I'm like, sure, sure. They're they are so confident. Yeah. Fair play to them. I thought that was part of my identity. You were meant to work till you died. Yeah, you work like crazy. That's an Irish thing too, I think. Yeah, the pandemic really helped me with like slowing down with that. Thank God, it was like, well, I need to relax more. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to this. Okay. Nineteen. When on a first date with this guy, 21, uh, a couple of days ago, he, uh, we went out to the city to get food and there was this homeless man who fell out of his wheelchair across the street. We immediately ran over to pick him or over to him and helped pick him up. This girl is not living in New York City because they would have walked straight by. Uh, so right. we got him back up. Somebody behind him at the bar tanked us uh, for actually doing anything. Everybody else was just staring. He didn't even respond to that. He just asked the guy if he had hand sanitizers because he was so fucking dirty like he kept saying over and over again and whining about how dirty that man was and how gross homeless people are and well this girl if she's 19 she'd be really saying unhoused but anyway um that was a that was a silly joke that no, no one laughed it's at. just another one of these words that we're protecting who i don't know but okay we i mean homeless sounds better to me than we changed unhoused. home to houseless i'm not a bad person or maybe i am but it's like i don't know homeless houseless what's the I think homeless sounds better than unhoused. Unhoused feels like you're rubbing it in their face. You don't have a house. You don't have a house. Whereas homeless is like, oh, you know, yeah. like you're struggling. Things Some are of this bad. stuff just feels like changing words for the sake of it. But, you know. So what's the point of this? This Sorry. person did a good deed. What, uh, what do they want? She thinks that she's annoyed that he just kept going on about how dirty and how... Um, gross homeless people are and she basically says it gave her the ick and oh then she was on a date with a guy she, she helped he didn't no he helped oh but then afterwards he was complaining oh. that his hands were dirty and then she said i confronted him about it later and he basically just said that he doesn't give a fuck what i think about him <laughs> <laughs> and he was just dating the truth <laughs> is this you yeah i was, gonna <laughs> I was about to say i, I like Mike. this guy <laughs> <laughs> i think about him uh, and he was just stating the <laughs> truth. 
I think that kind of tells me everything I need to know if I wanted to pursue a relationship with him. Number one being how he treats other people and number two being how he would respond to things that bother me personally. This is a tough one because he did help the guy. Right. There's one thing to show compassion and another thing to like, you know, maybe he just was had that adrenaline just kept going, talked about it a little bit too long. I mean, or was he like disgusted that he touched another human that, you know what I mean? Like, I, it seems like he was disgusted that the so guy that's, that's was so dirty, but I, he obviously sh- probably knew that going in, lifting up the guy that, yeah, the, you know, it's a pretty shitty, I guess, way to react for too long. Like you could probably get a yeah. few lines in there. Like I didn't like that. It's kind of gross, but even that I'm not saying homeless people are gross or like that. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, nobody wants to touch someone else who's like maybe covered in maybe Anything. whatever excrements yeah. or whatever we don't know what the state of the person sure. was but right. uh but you still then just go i'm just gonna excuse myself going to the bathroom and wash your hands keep yeah. that to yourself of course you don't yeah yeah uh, but in one way at least you'll always know what the <laughs> truth <laughs> i don't go fuck what you think is hilarious <laughs> yeah i don't think this is a guy to date but maybe just like <laughs> to hang out with sometimes for the crack <laughs> <laughs> i don't give a fuck what you th- was it a first date was he italian <laughs> sounds like an italian american it was our first date and he's 21 i don't give a fuck what you th- <laughs> yeah, i mean a- i think she's right in one way that would be hard in a long-term relationship because the thing about on a date you are putting your best foot forward so maybe long term he'd you know, she'd be like, yeah, it kind of annoys me when you leave your socks on the floor all the time. You'd be like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just saying that's funny. I mean, is this, guy, <laughs> this guy's Eminem or something. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what you think. Let's get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, a bold, it's a bold statement. Yeah. I get the feeling he didn't want to help, but she did, and then he helped. Also, the fact that he's being so honest at the end of the day, I think he probably isn't interested in her. Maybe not. Because he was probably like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's... Also, I don't know if, I don't know if 19-year-old Mike Tui gave a shit about anything. Yeah. No, he's 20. He's he's 21. It's the same it's thing. same thing. Kind yeah, of. It's yeah. It's just a young lad. Very young. Yeah. Honestly, for this 19-year-old, she's talking about pursuing a relationship. No, don't. Don't. Full stop. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Have fun. Move, Bang. Move on. Go out with your friends. What a waste of time. I yeah. wish I could have told myself that back then. What are no you kidding. doing? I had so many like long-term relationships, one after another yeah. after another. What am I doing? Mine was what the was same, but it was three months after three months after mm. three months. All that time getting to know. And I, you know, that's after eight like or six years of it here, I, I was like, I'm sick of repeating my own story. Right. You know? I just right. want to, I'm fucking done. And then when I was finally done and just having fun with my friends, then I ended up in a relationship, which is great i'm happy in it but i wish i'd told myself yeah just quite your friends have the crack yeah that's the only thing that's actually good about being in a relationship not there's no there's lots of good things but i mean <laughs> <laughs> that's good of being in a relationship compared to single yeah i feel like when you're single you can't help it be always like oh is that guy looking at me or should i talk to that guy should i kiss this guy huh. but when you're in a relationship and it's like a secure one and your boyfriend's at home and you're right with your girlfriends you're like proper having the crack because yeah. you're like, I don't give a fuck about any guy. Yeah. I'm not here to, you're like dancing. You don't care what you look like. You're not, yeah, performing for that guy at the bar who's giving you the eyes or whatever. For me, it's very freeing. Yeah, for guys, I was talking to a comic recently and it was like, if you're not worried about sex, like having sex, like you're going to have, you know, you're going to have sex. It really is, you can kind of think straight sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's a little different. It's, it's, you not, can actually, it's not bad work harder a comedy like i remember comedians yeah. being like i don't want to any distraction and actually being in a healthy relationship has helped my comedy so much mm, interesting uh 
I just, yeah. I'm not. As long as the person knows what kind, and uh, he's a comic, right, Leland? Yeah, Leland's a comic. So, so if you know, then it's a different thing. Because at one time I had a, I had an ex that said, you'll never love me as much as you love stand-up comedy. And it was like, that's a tough one. That's also a weird, that's mo- like saying you'll never love me as much as you love that teapot. You know what I mean? Like it's not, <laughs> well, they're not the same the joy, fucking thing. You know, she saw the joy that I had and how much I cared about doing comedy, mm. you know. But it was also like, I kind of felt like this 19-year-old, not really. I was like, I don't give a fuck. No, but I was like, <laughs> you're right in that, you. but you're not supposed to replace comedy. You're not yeah. seeing, looking at this right. You're being jealous of the thing. Yeah. And of course it didn't work out. And she's a lovely girl. There's nothing wrong with it, but you know. It was, wasn't for me. You have to. Someone has to know what what it is and what comedy means to you. It's like it means a lot. You can't really don't I mean, don't compare yourself to it. If he if you were a famous American footballer, she would be like, "You'll never love me as much." Or maybe she would, and that's her personality. But I think you need to be with someone who's like, "Oh, this brings you the most joy." Amazing. They have so to get happy. that right. They have to get that. Yeah, yeah, you can't. That is a weird. Uh, it's such a weird thing to me. No shaming here, anybody, but to be jealous of. It's not even like you're jealous of them spending time with a friend or an ex or whatever. That, to me, is all makes sense sometimes. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. it makes sense. But to be jealous of something they do. Because mm-hmm. if you were, like... That they work so hard at, they spend a, a successful lot of time accountant, doing. she wouldn't be like, you'll never love numbers as much as you love me. <laughs> like, it's... Why is it... Yeah. Of course, it's, you, nothing can replace the feeling of killing on stage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's new, just like... New stuff working, all that. Yeah. Yeah, it feels amazing. Yeah, you have to be. Uh, there was someone telling me recently, just like that, they were struggling with their the person they were dating because um, they basically wanted them to spend so much time with their their friends and it, it and 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 you know like oh you have to go out every night for comedy and it's really hard to tell a person who's not into comedy yeah I gotta right. go out every night no I can't be with your friends on a Saturday night that's prime that's when I'm working mm-hmm. I was oh, sorry can you not work on Monday morning to come hang out with my friends yeah <laughs> it's hard to. Yeah, that's why it's so easy dating a comedian. Right, because they just understand it. And the hours are different. It's like, I'm going to sleep Monday until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, can you not have any meetings that yeah. you work from home from? It's like, they'd look at you like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, well, last night I was hosting till, like, half half 12. Okay. Uh, so I didn't get home till, like, 1. Mm-hmm. And then um, Leland had to get up for work today, but because he's a stand-up, his work, he, don't, he doesn't really, you know what I mean? It's not like, he's like, I don't need to be, his job isn't where he needs to be, like, prime awake you know it's mm-hmm. he does he works in a photo booth company which he really loves but it's not like it's not his career sure so we watched an episode i got home we watched an episode of better call saul and then we went to bed and nice. it was like we can do that like imagine if he was up like for 8 a.m to go work on wall street he'd be like oh you're coming in so late you're waking me up you know <laughs> you'd have a lot more money though <laughs> hey we're already killing it okay i don't oh, I, don't, I don't i don't no not with money no he he is no, no money oh uh, <laughs> okay but um more with just uh I never wanted a lot and our apartment is I love our apartment we're very lucky and uh, we don't really need that much money in regards to you know I feel like I, I make a, mm-hmm. a a nice living so I, I don't think I would want fine I would want a guy who's working 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. every day can ha- you know what I mean I like our lifestyle yeah yeah no I agree money's not everything it's pretty nice though oh yeah you know <laughs> i hope i i hope i'm the money i hope maker so too one day. i hope so too we should wrap this up because it's taking loads of your time already um for 
everybody listening please go sign up to the patreon forward slash the shift podcast forward slash and shift is hard for me to say forward slash the shift podcast um you can pay what you want until i i've been saying this for years until i figure out how to do uh tiers uh is pay what you want so sometimes people go over and they're like what a hundred dollars and i'm like no that's just saying how much i'm making a month oh they think that you they have to pay a hundred dollars to get in i'm like no people are paying like one or five or whatever um but yeah so episodes come up there early so mike's episode's gonna be up there a week early and then uh uh please listen to I'll Do It Myself, my album. I think a lot of you did already because you messaged me, but please, everybody else listen to it if you didn't. Um, it's on Spotify if you don't want to pay for it. It's on Apple Music if you're signed up to that. And it's on iTunes if you do want to pay for it. Um, but I don't care if you do. Just listen to it. And uh, <laughs> what about you? Tell us your podcast. Uh, Netflix Book Club Podcast on Instagram, and you can get it all over. And uh, they did what? The Citizens App Podcast. With me and Brian McKenna. I'm coming to Ireland in a year or two years or three years. No, I'm coming next year. I got to just say it out loud. Hopefully some people will listen to this live yeah. in Ireland. Go do Crack Den. Okay. Yeah, you can do your hour there. The lads look after you. That's great. Mike Tui's coming to Ireland. Can't wait. Yeah. And uh, what's your Instagram? Oh, underscore Mike Tui. I got the underscore, which is uh, hard to get, but I got it. Did you want it? No. Oh, you're being sarcastic. Yeah, just being sarcastic. That was, really that was a great sarcastic. Well, you know. I never nobody, expect it from Americans. Nobody wants the underscore. You're right. I don't know. I never know because a lot hit, of people have underscores, so I thought they wanted you it. You have to hit shift <laughs> on the keyboard, brings the dash down to the floor. That's the underscore. Mike Tui, T-O-O-H-E-Y. A lot of my passwords, I put dollar in it. and uh, oh, when shit. I went Cut the cut. <laughs> it's fine. They're not going to figure out the rest of it. But then, I, you know, the one character. But then I go back to Ireland. If I use an Irish thing, there's no dollar. <laughs> Oh, so, so I had funny. to change it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now with phones, it's good. But I remember being back huh. on my dad's computer and being like, this was years ago, but I was like, I can't get into my thing because oh, there's no dollar. Funny. It's just a euro. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's some way you can figure it out. But anyway, it's changed. There's no more dollars. So calm down. I'm thinking you can break my shit. Uh, okay. Love you all. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.